So you forgot you were going to a concert tonight? I didn't forget. I wasn't going to go because I couldn't afford to buy tickets until I got paid last Friday. And then when I got online to buy the tickets last Friday, I mean, it's an $18 concert, but that's just yeah. the financial situation I'm in. Inflation. Inflation. And so I went to go online to buy them. They weren't available. I told my friend, I'm like, yo, I didn't get a ticket. Sorry. He was like, don't worry. And then yesterday he was like, hey, there's an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I said, yeah. Oh, awesome. Who are you going to see? This band called the Scarlet Opera. Oh, yeah. They're played at the Troubadour. Very nice. They sound uh, like there's a lot of theatrics. The lead singer is very, like his vocal range is insane. Like Mariah Carey. And I think it's more of like a queen situation. Uh, And I'm not even, I don't want to like say that this kid has the same voice as Freddie Mercury, but it's very close. But he's got that range. He's got that range. The rest of the band has the harmonies. They have those big anthemic songs. Yes. and uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, but I'm excited because I didn't get to go see them the last time. I was feeling under the weather, so I'm excited to see them tonight. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to probably do nothing. I'm really excited about that because we had nine days of fucking... Well, I had nine days of just go at it and because uh, we went home. We did go home. We took last week off. Sorry about that, but we told you it was going to happen. And when we take the week off, that means from socials and everything. But boy, did Chris have us booked. Yeah, we had a, we had a lot of fun. Uh, first off, it's a little early, but fucking before we get into it, welcome back. Uh, welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We are siblings. Yeah. Uh, we are Scott and Carol's kids. Uh-huh. Uh, we're cousins to a lot of people. Yep. Oh, yep. Mom, tw- two podcasts in a, in a row now has uh, said, don't get too wasted, a.k.a. don't smoke too much weed. And because uh, she thinks that the pod isn't as good. I mean, she's probably got a point. She probably has a point. But, Most you things- know, we get emails from people that are like, I've listened. I'm on my second listen through. And it's like our mom can't even make it halfway through. Yeah. Well, I think she's a little jaded. She's already had almost. And she just spent so much time with us. She's like, listen, I don't yeah. want to fucking hear you. Yeah, if you're not performing, I'm a, I've seen you stoned. Yeah, can't, she can also just be like, yeah, I listened to it. Yeah. It was great. And that was it. Yeah, you know? at no point where we're like, notes, mom? Any notes? Yeah, maybe just some support <laughs> would be cool. <laughs> uh, like better, like, you know, you guys are really funny. And then just end it. Oh, okay. Yep, cool. Or Thank you. But also, if you want to put until the end when you're high, that's it's yeah. a nice evening. But I'm also, I'm not in therapy right now. I got I to gotta be treated like a Fabergé egg. You got to take your emotions out on the softball field. I did. You did. I sure did. Uh, well, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Let's go in chronological order. Uh, Annie and I had to go home for our cousin's wedding. Yep. Uh, and uh, if you're asking if it was the normal cousin, no, it's not. Uh, not that she's not a great person and lovely to hang out with, uh, but she, she's out there. She is. And of her own volition, she will tell you, I'm fucking out there. Yep. Uh, I'm not over there. I'm over here. And that's like the first thing she'll tell you. And it's like, we get it. You're out there. Yeah. Uh, so we went home and, uh, so we flew home Thursday, uh, got pretty drunk. At least I did. Yeah. On the flight in. Yeah. We both got upgraded. It was super nice. It's great. I, I don't know if you've ever flown first class lately, but it's a lot like coach was back in the day. Yeah, but the it's chairs great. are bigger. It was so nice. Uh, and we got in and then Friday went and did some talk. Your friends came into town. Oh yeah, I went and picked up my buddy Mark. And, and then we went to Top Golf. We did. We went we went top golfed. It was nice. I love a, I love a top golf. I fucking hate it. I don't like it anymore. I used to like it and now I think it's a stupid game. That's how golf works. Yeah, I know. I figured that out. When you're kind of, when you're just starting out, you're like, I'm terrible at this, but it's fun. I like this. And then expectations set in. Yeah. And you're like, I'm still terrible at this. And now I hate this. <laughs> God damn it. I wanted some more. But you know, what's really fun is having five adult middle-aged men give me pointers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we do. Can I give you a pointer that doesn't suck that that guy said? <sighs> yeah, Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I just I I I, don't know, I just started throwing the balls over. Her There's hands. only so many times you can watch the special needs kid run into the wall before you're like, hey, buddy, why don't we show you how to not to run in the wall? I was doing my best. You were, you were, and we're listen. We're just trying to shape your career as or, a what? As as a top golf person. Uh, we were just trying to get it get you from <laughs> man. You had a you could hit the ball. I've never seen it like most people like because you sit kind of perpendicular perpendicular yes uh, perpendicular well I have to because I sliced the ball so hard uh, well no just a normal person sits perpendicular to their flight path oh yes 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 and yours was more of a somehow you hit it toward like away from yourself like it was it I had to fun. start turning at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, just to get it. Like, if you've ever seen Caddyshack 2, it was a little like that. I haven't. Uh, not a lot of people have. Not a lot of people are even aware that there is a Caddyshack 2. Or or that there's a Spinal Tap 2. I didn't know that there was a Spinal there's Tap 2. There's a Spinal Tap 2. It's probably pretty good, huh? It, uh, there's a reason you haven't heard about it. Yeah. Uh, it, and I'm like a big Christopher Guest fan. I'm surprised. You know... I don't think it was released to much fanfare like when it came out in the 90s and then it wasn't great on top of that, but it basically came back and followed the band and they were mad at uh, the director, Rob Reiner. Gotcha. They were mad at him because they felt that the original Spinal Tap was a hatchet job. And then like I remember Christopher Guest character, uh, Nigel Tufnell or whatever his name is, uh, he was now working for his dad as they had a phone cleaning service. Why is this ringing a bell? And I uh, think maybe I saw this as a kid and he was like, so, but he was, <laughs> he goes, but business is kind of down. Cause people have realized that you can just, you can just buy the stuff and just <laughs> do it yourself. And, uh, nah, it wasn't great. You know, there's a grease too. I don't think, a, I, you know, oh my God, everyone knows grease too. I, I want a cool rider, <laughs> a C O O L R I D E R. Do you think Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, just wakes up every day and watches that just a reminder of the glory days and jerks off probably, Ugh. uh, anywho. So went to a wedding for our cousin and just to give you an idea of the vibe, um, so gay, very gay, very progressive. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it was a bit out of the fifth element in the, <laughs> in the fact that the bride and the groom had the same haircut. Yes. And, uh, the, the officiant. Yes. Gail. Gail, who was, who is a, uh, he's a, he's a gay man. He's a very, he's a but gay, he's very high femme, very high femme and very high fashion. Oh, yes. He works at the Tiffany's in New York, like on Fifth Avenue. Like, he is luxury. And he looked, his suit looked like it was on backwards, but it wasn't. That That's was an homage fashion. to Celine Dion in the year 2000 and something, where she wore a backwards white suit to the Grammys. Really? Oh, yes. Let me show you this. Because it, it's, it's an iconic and he did that. He was like, I'm coming to the wedding. I'm fucking, I'm paying homage to I the said, French I go, queen. is this the Celine Dion uh, suit, he goes, oh my God, it 100% is. <laughs> Thank you for getting it. Uh, Hold on. It's uh, this suit. Yeah, no, that was 100% it. Sansa hat. Pearls dripping down the back. Uh, Gail very much had a Prince vibe. Oh, yes. Oh, she wore this in 1999. Okay. Uh, but it was a classy look. Uh, and they, they're... They were very well dressed. I will say that. Oh my gosh, what a dapper gang! It was a very, it was a very dapper vibe. Yeah. Uh, what a bespoke crew. And very progressive in the fact that they were like, "Hey, you need to be here by four fifty-five on the dot, or you're gonna miss everything." And then we all showed up, and they're like, "But also, we're gonna start in an hour." And yeah, it's with. <laughs> Uh, I went and said my hellos to the bride. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She was like, well, I'm sick of people asking me questions. I can tell you that, <laughs> including your dad. And I was like, okay, all right. 
She's like, well, everyone's like, what time does the wedding start? What time does the wedding start? I'm like, well, babe, it was supposed to start 45 minutes ago. Yeah, and everybody's so, here. Yeah, so that's why they're asking you that. Like, you're all just hanging out. Like, it's all, we're ready to go. Yeah, and then it was like, well, who's walking out there first? Like, does the crowd walk out there first? She's going to get walked down the aisle. She's like, you're all walking me down the aisle. <laughs> so we all walked in together, and then they started the ceremony. Which, by the way, was completely ad-libbed. And when the officiant told me that before the wedding, I go, oh, no. Yeah, because this was, I've been to an ad-libbed wedding before. Let me tell you something. In idea, it seems like a great thing to just look your significant other in the eye. Speak from the heart. And just, yeah. And and just say what your deepest feelings are. Let the heart open up. But you know what happens? You freeze. In front of 50 guests? Because you're like, uh, fuck, I should (laughs) have... At least written something down. Yeah, and she got pegged in the face with a locust, which was hilarious. <laughs> which couldn't have been. I was like, six more plagues to go, folks. <laughs> so, and my friend Mark, God bless his soul, uh, came was coming to hang out because the next, we'll get to what we were doing the rest of the weekend. But he was coming, not for that night. And I had told him, hey, I got to go to this wedding real quick, but then we'll hang out. And then I was like, hey, I was supposed to bring a date. She's not coming. Do you want to be my date? And he was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go to a wedding. Can I wear shorts? And I was like, pretty sure I can. Well, I was like, as a matter of fact, I'll wear shorts in solidarity. Yeah. And we showed up so many guys in shorts. And by so many, just my uncle Jeff. But still. Monty wasn't in shorts. Monty was not in shorts. I pictured Uh, shorts. No, it was only it was only Jeff. And God bless him for doing it. And uh, so we finally get to the wedding, completely ad-libbed. And also, here's the thing about ad-libbed weddings. Both of them I've been to, at no point were vows exchanged. No. I mean, there were, like, the vows of emotion, and I pledge to do this with you and for you and for our lives and whatever. Yeah. But there wasn't, like, a do you or do you. Yeah, no one was given an out. Yeah, no one. Yeah, and then it was, like... Uh, here's how I feel about you. Cool. Here's how I feel about you. Cool. Kiss. You're married. Great. You're married. Yeah. Which is not how marriages are supposed to. It's normally like that. You skip the whole marriage part. Well, I mean, honestly, it really just matters if they go to the courthouse and get the marriage license. To be perfectly frank. I mean, fair. That's the. But also. They don't I, have to say anything out loud necessarily. First off, I'm not. I'm not doing an ad lib wedding. Because I'm no. probably going to end up marrying a comic. No. And she's going to end up doing crowd work. <laughs> and I don't want fucking wrap it up. We're 25 minutes in. Uh, Yeah. Also, I don't know any writer that would ad lib. I don't even know any improvisationalist that would maybe call in mockery or Ryan Stiles. Before Wayne I, Brady could ad lib his wedding. Before I get before I start my vows, can I get three suggestions and a location? <laughs> <laughs> uh a bride, a groom, a bouquet, and a wedding. And a guy that wants to get the fuck out of here. Because, <laughs> man, uh, we kind of showed up thinking we were going to be there for 25 minutes. And when we were an hour in, I was starting to get a little peaked. And I had already, I had not RSVP'd for the reception on purpose. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm heading straight to the bars. And to be fair, it was just it was past hors d'oeuvres, uh, which weren't... I had to... I, like, dragged two bitches back to our table. Because, first of all, I don't know if you know much about our family. They're big folk. But yeah. And our Uncle Jeff, he just... He eats everything because he's also super high. Dude, and I, the thing I loved about Uncle Jeff was while we were waiting for the wedding, uh, they weren't serving liquor, which was also kind of like... Part a, of what, the tension. Part of the... Yeah, but also so, the people in the wedding party... Had liquor because they could go back to the fucking the green room. Oh, I harangued people in the wedding party. Uncle Jeff just started showing up with beers, which he had obviously stolen from behind the bars. Yeah, he just went. No one was manning the bars, even though they were set up. So Jeff just went back there and grabbed shit. So he was like, who wants beers? And And thank God he's a big dude. He could fit a few in his pockets. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so did the wedding. And then mom and dad and I met you at JJ's after that. Yeah. Because uh, we cause, put in some FaceTime at the reception. We were there also, for a couple hours. By the time they had said, when they said you're married, I clicked on confirm Uber. <laughs> like it was that quickly. And I remember I was. Such a dick move. 
Hey, I had been, you start the wedding 45 minutes late. Fuck off. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And also B, I told you I wasn't coming to the reception. Yeah. So where am I a dick? Yeah, that's fair. So we're leaving. I give the bride a hug and she was, and she was still like, oh, you're leaving. I'm like a thousand percent. I'm leaving. Also not my crowd. No, not your crowd. It's my crowd. It's definitely your crowd. It's definitely my crowd. And it, you know, and it was definitely like, not Mark's crowd. Definitely not Mark's crowd or no. most of our family's crowd for that matter. Yeah. Other than mom and dad and Amy. And that's it. Oh God. The moment one of our aunts started talking to me about how she doesn't think Biden should be forgiving student loans. I looked at mom. I was like, you ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> and she looked at me. She goes, yup. And we're like, great. I'll call an Uber. Yeah. I was like, cause I didn't bring this up. I was like, but also, who cares? What? Yeah, we're, at a, we're at a wedding. She also I, listens to this podcast. We know we don't agree on political views. Yeah, but also it's like, hey, we're all hanging out at a wedding. You know what that aunt and I do agree on? Is the temperature should be inside of a house. Oh, yeah. Because I posted on my Instagram story, I'm sure you all saw, me turning down the thermostat at mom and dad's house. It is with, a battle. With the caption that says the war wages on. And that said, aunt, she... She sent me a photo the next day of, of being at her father-in-law's house. She goes, I got you beat. And it was at 74. I was like, damn. And to be fair, mom and dad's was at 74 for a long time. Oh, God, it's so hot in there. <laughs> I didn't sleep for like five nights because yeah. I would just wake up at the same time every night, five in the morning, just like, it's so hot. Well, the, and there were a few nights where I'd wake up in the basement and I'd be like, it is fucking hot. Oh, and that means it's hot. And that means it's hot. So I, even the last night, I was like, I'm not doing this. I put my AirPods in, and I went out, and I just slept on the couch, which I should have done the previous night. Yeah. But anyway. Well, there's something. We got to figure out. A, mom and dad have to get their ducks cleaned, mainly so it doesn't smell like, like a bowling that. alley. Yeah, <laughs> Like a bowling alley. It does. I can't even leave my clothes on the floor in that bedroom in there, or else they smell like cigarettes. To be fair... uh, I don't know. She said it was only bad when it, like, towards the end, I didn't really smell it. And I didn't know I think if it's that. it's because we're used to it. Yeah, you get smell blind too. Yeah. Because my clothes smelled like it. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. It's a bummer. Mom was like, well, just don't put your clothes on the ground. I'm like, maybe fucking get the carpet. No, clean. we're not solving the problem there, Ma. Yeah. And also clean the ducks. Clean the ducks. Clean the ducks. Yeah. That's why it's so hot. My room has, like, no circulation. I said this the last time that, uh, I was like, Mom, come into my room and feel how hot it is in here. She walked in and she was like, yeah, it is hot in here. That sucks. <laughs> that was the end of it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so then we met you guys at JJ's and where we just continued to get hammered. Yeah. Well, Mark and I went to a bar uh, and just, it was strangely dead in Kansas City. Mainly, I think everybody Labor goes. Day weekend. It was Labor Day weekend. I guess everyone goes to the lake. Yeah. Uh, I would, you know, I just thought maybe there would be more people out and about and there were not, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. I I prefer that. Actually, It was just one of those beautiful weekends in Kansas city where it was a little hot in the afternoon, but by the evening you were like, this is great. This is great. And also I fucking, I hate people. So that rules. Dude, there, we went to Harry's, which is probably one of the three bars you can go to in Westport as an adult. Yeah. And uh, just sat out on the balcony at a great or patio and had a great time. People watched. And then we're like, let's get hungry. <coughs> let's get hungry. <coughs> I was like, no, that, that's not what I said. Sorry. Let's I got ahead hungry. of myself. Let's go get some food because we're hungry. I'm going to guess is meant. what you said. That's what I meant. Look at me. I'm a stoner translator. So we went to one of our, the family's favorite uh, restaurants in Kansas City, JJ's. JJ's. On the plaza. Uh, maybe the best pork chop in town. A solid meatball appetizer. The Paco shrimp alone. And, and reasonably priced alcohol, I might yeah, say. Yeah, it was delicious. It was great. I gave Mark a piggyback right out of there. You did. We were drunk. Yeah. Because I didn't remember about the piggyback ride until Zach brought it up the next day. And I was like, what? (laughs) Mark was like, he came in and goes, thanks for the ride home. I'm like, did we drop them off? I don't know. (laughs) So Saturday, uh, our good friend Shinedown and Jelly Roll were in town. And so uh, 
dad and I and Mark and Zach went and had a nice little barbecue luncheon. What what'd you do during that time? I forgot. Mom and I played uh, Nintendo badminton and tennis. Dad would join us on the bowling until he hurt his shoulder. Which kind of shows you maybe he needs to do a little more bowling or just sub with his arm. Yeah. Oh, man. When maybe we a went. Five-pound curl or something. I went to the grocery store with Dad, and usually upright. He's a he's he's a fast walker, but you know I could keep up uh, as opposed to like walking with you, where I have to do a little trot. Yeah. Uh, but man, you get him leaning on a shopping cart, and Dude, that he's... guy is zooming. <laughs> it is like Mario Kart. I was full on jogging to keep up with him. I'm like, can you slow down? It, it was like supermarket sweep. Dude, and he just locks in as soon as he gets that cart. He oh gets that. He puts both forearms oh, on yeah, the car. Oh yeah, fully leaned. Full lean, because I, I don't know why. I guess just the weight of the world on his shoulders. <laughs> Him just going through his shopping list: cheese, sour cream, eggs, chips, cheese, sour cream, <laughs> eggs, <laughs> chips. I was trying to help him at the self-scanner, and it was like I threw a stick in his spokes. He was like, what? No, fuck you. Give me that. Stop touching stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I am when I sell merch after shows. People are always like, you know, like if Jeff's with me or even like this weekend, like some girl was, she was like, I can help you with this. I'm like, don't fucking touch anything. There's (laughs) a system. Like, I'll let... Uh, I'll let one of my openers like run my cards, like on my square and stuff. Yeah. But like when it comes to like, oh, do you need help opening that? I was like, it will take you 4,000 times longer to open this record than it will me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but (laughs) stop touching stuff. She was so mad. So I dropped, so I dropped dad off at uh, the house and then I took Mark and Zach back to what will always be sandstone. What is it even called now? Because I don't Azura. know. Azura. Azura. What is that? Is that kind of, some kind of it's car? Like an insurance or a finance company of some Azura? A-Z-U-R-A. Let me tell you something. It's always cricket wireless to me, baby. To all the major corporation CEOs that listen to this podcast, if you buy a fucking venue, listen, I know you want naming rights. You're entitled to them. But if it's known as, if it's always been known as something, then call it your company presents what it's always been called. Because no, we're not, I'm never going to call it Cricket Wireless. Yeah. I'm never going to call it Azura. As a matter of fact, I'm probably, if if it's between you and another company and you're about the same, I'm probably going to go with the other company because you fucking took away, it's Sandstone, motherfuckers. Yeah. There, there is one new... Stadium coming to L.A. and I kind of like the name. What's that? Uh, it's where the Clippers are going to play. It's all it's in a row with like Forum, SoFi, and now it's it's called Intuit. But oh, okay. I-N-T-U-I-T. It's a company that owns like TurboTax and stuff. For sure. But Intuit Arena. But also I SoFi like opened SoFi Arena. True. So it'll always be SoFi. Right. That I get. But Intuit? In- I'm Intuit. That's great. Well, like, and I think we've talked about it before. The Cincinnati ballpark, I got tricked. Because it's called the Great American Ballpark. And I'm like, fuck yeah. What a great name. It's just a Great American Ballpark. Goddamn right. And then I walk in. Brought to you by Fazoli's. Great American is an insurance company. And when you walk in, there's a giant Great American skyscraper across from me. And I'm like, still tracks. And like Petco down in San Diego will always be Petco. Staples will always be Staples. Yeah. That's my thing. It is what it is. You're not going to call it Crypto.com Arena? I, I don't even call it. The, I mean, I'll call it the K every once in a while, but it's always it's always like I'm going to Royal Stadium. Kauffman Stadium. See, you're younger. It was Kauffman Stadium by the time you were into it. Oh, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. See, I grew up, it was it was Royal Stadium. Well, Chris, that was when baseball just started. <laughs> you were so old. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and then Saturday. Yeah, we went and saw, so we go see Shine Down and Jelly Roll. Uh, the, the great thing was mom and dad and Andy roll up backstage, like right as jelly and I are going to his bus to smoke weed. And so it's just me and jelly roll and my parents roll up. Jelly looks like the baddest motherfucker on the planet. And he is, but he's the sweetest guy. Also, 
I mean, he's got face tattoos and half of his teeth are gold. And and like, but he but rolls. That's what you do when you're super rich. He rolls up to the family and he's just like, what's up, mom and dad? What's up, Andy? Fuck. Mom, yeah, it's awesome. Mom loved the shit out of him. It was so great. Everyone did. He's fantastic. So then we uh, go up. Andy and I went up on Jelly's bus and we were smoking weed. And these dudes showed up. So uh, weed is medicinally legal in Missouri now. Uh, probably going to go wreck in November. <laughs> these boys came up and they had obvi- they owned some sort of uh, THC company and they just start throwing flour and tincture and like everything under the THC sun. Yeah. They were throwing at jelly, including the biggest nerds rope, medicated nerds rope I've ever seen in my life. It was basically a nerds dick. Is it what really it was. was. It was a good sized dick. It was a 600 and it was 600 milligrams all in. And Andy. It was the greatest day. I'm so happy. made me so happy. So Andy was like, I want one. And Jelly, who's the well, nice. Well, they pulled the nerds ropes out. And I go, oh, I love those. And Jelly's like, fucking take one. And. Because also, you know, nerds dick. Nerds dick. And Andy and I and our cousins and basically our whole family just nibbled on that thing the rest of the weekend. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was like the three loaves of weed, and then Jesus was like, "I, I can multiply these." Uh, but man, uh, it was great. And Jelly Roll put on a hell, so, hell of a show. I've had one of his songs stuck in my head since then. So kind of a, but it was kind of a cool moment for uh, me and probably Andy and maybe even the parents, where I've been to Sandstone a million times. I've also been backstage at a lot of concerts. But I've never been backstage at Sandstone, which Mm-mm. was like. Which the, is also the Renaissance Festival. Which is <laughs> the backstage just butts right up to the Ren Fest, which was in full, full. Full swing. Full swing. I kept Max, our cousin Max and I kept running over there to get beers. Ow! What? I'm, I'm stoned and I keep picking at this. Well, don't do not do that. Uh, Andy, uh, is that from last night? Yes. Uh, is that from the the no? That's My, not from the slide into third, is it? It sure is. <laughs> the fucking sit down. You got to start a lot earlier on well, the slides. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't commit. We'll talk about this. When we'll we get, get there. there. We'll get there. Idiot. That's called foreshadowing, folks. Okay, so we never come back around to this story. Surprise, surprise. But here's what happens. We're at the softball game. I am running uh, from second to third. The ball is getting thrown to third base. They're trying to get me out. Uh, But I am too quick, folks. Uh, So I get my front two toes to touch the edge of the bag. My knees slam down as if I'm praying that I'm safe. Uh, Although my prayers were not needed. Uh, Anyway, I scuffed up my knee real bad. And that is that story. Andy's interruption, in fact, the entire podcast brought to you by Manscaped.com. That's right, talent receivers, port heads, and dumble fucks. It's time for another update on Chris's Kempt Bush. And I got to tell you, it looks like a community park down there. A good one. Like one of those ones you're like, oh, I can get married here. Not one of those ones you're like, oh, I had a friend die here. Do what I did. Go to Manscaped.com, order the plow, order the lawnmower, get yourself the crop cleanser, make your crotch a destination. Get your crotch on the top 10 list of a Yelp list. Make your crotch a place people talk about on Mondays. And that all starts by going to manscaped.com, entering the code 1 million pod, getting the 20% off, getting the free shipping, and improving your chances at mouth hugs. You like mouth hugs, don't you? Manscaped. So, Jelly comes out, and I haven't seen Jelly live either, but being on scenes, but we're on the stage. And we're backstage, we're on the stage, and it's cool to just look out and see 18, 15,000 people, whatever it was. 17,000, I think. Yeah, and it was just jam the fuck out. And Jelly starts singing. He's got two big hits, uh, Son of a Sinner. and That's uh, the song that's been stuck in my head. And uh, the other one. Uh, anyway, as soon Smoking as he starts. Smoking section in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as soon as he starts these songs, the entire audience is singing every word. And they'll just feel that. And you can, like. It happens with Shinedown as well, but their band's so loud that like you can't really hear it. But with Jelly, this was like just an acoustic guitar and him, and it was just like so cool. Uh, like as soon like as that's where I saw like all the concerts of my childhood, especially the first several. Yeah, I saw 
My first concert technically was Lyle Lovett. Well, first concert technically was Victory Tour, Michael Jackson, but I was... Are these all at Sandstone? Five. No, Victory Let's Tour was do the Arrowhead. Sandstone ones. Uh, can I? We've got time. <laughs> I can already... Just mom is in the back of my head now, and it's making me self-conscious. Fucking joke, joke, joke. Ha, ha, ha. Here we go. So... <laughs> there. Filling in the gap. Sorry for all the fucking... Joke, joke, joke. <laughs> Anywho, uh, and then Lyle Lovett saw the Joshua Judges Root Tour. And then anyway, Jim Blossom's Cracker Spin Doctors was the first show at Sandstone. Amazing. But I saw Hootie and the Blowfish there twice. Uh, <laughs> saw the Black Crows and Tom Petty. Uh, yeah, saw just so many concerts there. And so to I be saw on Destiny's Child there. No way. Yeah. You saw Queen Bee. I saw Queen Bee. I saw Destiny's Child. I saw Sync there. No way. First tour of Sync. Very cool. It was awesome. I saw John Mayer there when he was like 21 and he finger banged my friend in the back. Nice. Uh, also elite. No, he was 21. So that he's fine. Anywho. Uh, and Sandstone, for those of you who've never been just your classic amphitheater, not no ceiling on the seats. Cause some of the new ones have like a roof over the seats. Uh, no cover at all. Lawn in the back. Uh, just a, Yeah. But uh, it was cool to go. It was cool. And so Shinedown comes on. Shinedown uses a lot of pyro and what are called concussions, which are just loud bangs. And uh, we're right off stage. And uh, Andy's a little tightly wound. I'm a jumpy person. Yeah. First concussion goes off. Andy screams hilariously. Like, boom. Ah! Like fucking Yeah, it's on uh it was on my Instagram story. We'll post it on the uh on hilarious. The Instagram. I was taking a video. I was like, this is so cool. Boom. Ah! <laughs> and so uh did she do it once? No. Did she do it twice? No. Did she do it every fucking time a concussion <laughs> went off? A thousand percent. To the point because like mom and dad and Andy and Max and uh Madison are all stand our cousin's girlfriend. Uh, are all standing over here, and then I'm kind of, I'm kind of going back between them and Mark and the pilots, just kind of keeping everybody entertained. That's my job, right, Mom? Anyway, uh, so I'd be standing by Mark and Mark and the boys, and a concussion would go off, and I'd look over at Max, and he just put the thumbs down because <laughs> she totally did it again. <laughs> it was super funny. Uh, Shine Down put on a hell of a show. Uh, we had a great time, as we always do. Uh, also, to be fair, I had taken several nibbles of that edible at that point. You think that would have slowed you down a little bit? <laughs> well, my screams are pretty delayed. <laughs> Boom! Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was uh, a few technical difficulties, a little drama. It was it was a very emotional evening on all parts. It was crazy. Yeah, oh, cool. Andy and I got to meet. Uh, Kansas City legend rapper Tech Nine. Techanina. Uh, he was. I had a dream about him last night, and it was like the opening of his. Like I dreamt that I was at a Tech Nine show, and it was the opening, and it was I'm a playa, but it was just like waiting for him to come on stage, and then I woke up before he like actually came on stage. Oh wow! I wonder what that means. Probably uh, need to listen to more Tech Nine. Probably. Uh, could not have been a nicer guy. Much shorter than I thought he was going to be. Uh, that seems to be the vibe that I've gotten from my picture on Instagram. Because uh, everyone's just like, what the fuck? I, thought, I mean, I thought he was six feet tall. But that's the thing. When you're on stage, you look gargantuan. When yeah, you're on he's what, probably 5'5"? Five, 5'8". Five? Five, really? Yeah, because Jelly's six one. I thought he was shorter than me. Yeah, uh, might have been. I, wasn't, I didn't see you two together. Uh, but... Uh, couldn't have been a nicer guy. Our dad was dead set on introducing Andy to Tech Nine. I, oh my god! I was, like, was like, I really, it was. It's gonna be awkward. I was like, we need. He's like, we need to get Andy to meet Tech Nine. I'm like, he's gonna be here all night. Yeah. They will cross paths. It'll be fine. And then he was like, okay, okay. And then, of course, uh, you know, five minutes later, Dad's like, come with me. But hey, he got it done. He got it done. He made his he made his daughter happy. Sure did. Uh, and then Sunday we were like, I don't want to do fucking shit. We were supposed to go to Irish Fest, and I was like, I don't want to go to Irish Fest. I'm so tired. Because all right, here's the deal. 
Uh, our uncle plays Irish Fest. All we Irish Fest is like it's at, it's fun. It's fun. It's fifteen thousand people downtown. Uh, we're not big into crowds, as we've said. All we wanted was just like some sort of pass so that we could just not deal with the crowd. Deal with the crowd. But also, we didn't. We were so tired. We yeah. were so tired. The last three nights had been pretty tough. But also, it's like most of the reason we wanted to go there is because we wanted to see everyone and talk to everyone. As much as I love the elders, I, you know, I don't need to see them. I would much rather go back, hang out with everybody, and then also see the elders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for a long time, the, the Kansas City Irish Fest, for whatever reason, are super weird about all that shit, even for like a local band that... Has done this for over twenty two years. decades. Yeah, and they're and they're just like, how? Why is it so hard for us to just give out a couple of extra passes? Anyway, well, yeah, it's yeah. So all day we're like, I don't think this is gonna happen. So about four o'clock, I was like, I'm not leaving this couch. And as soon as I said that in my head, phone rings. Our buddy Kiko, you know him, you love him. He wrote the theme song to our podcast. He's like, so I hear you need some passes to Irish Fest. And I was like, uh, I mean, need, want, you know, whatever. And he's like, well, I got them for you. I'm like, well, now we have to go. And turns out it was orchestrated by our aunt. Yeah. Turns out it was all a, a ruse. It was all a short con. But hey, we got to go. We showed up. We rallied. We got, and couldn't have had more fun. It was, it was great. great to see everyone. We saw it our was buddy a good Eddie. Time. I saw Eddie Delahunt. Oh, my God. It was such a nice surprise. I uh, saw Betsy. Uh, Eddie Delahunt. There's a very large Irish contingent in Kansas City. We hence talked, the fest. Hence the fest. But uh, Eddie Eddie Delahunt, longtime family friend, is kind of the probably the most famous Irishman in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, and uh, has fought through many uh, physical ailments uh, and just keeps and couldn't be a nicer guy. Always positive outlook on life. It was so great to see him. Yeah. Uh, so great. But yeah. Saw everybody. Saw the saw people we hadn't seen in quite some time. Yeah. And just had a... And it's also great to be downtown. Yes. Downtown oh my God. Kansas City is so beautiful. So nice to be in a place in Kansas City where you can look out and see stuff. And see... <laughs> Remember when we used to do that? Yes. Every we just wake up and we would drink coffee while we looked at stuff. And it was so great. And now we, we look at a fence and, and hear, hear a bunch of traffic. What up, Antioch? We miss you. Although I did, I don't. I forgot to tell you this. Uh, after everybody went to bed last night, I get I did get to watch someone get a DUI. So that was fun. What? Uh, last night? Uh, no. Uh. One of the nights, everyone kind of passed out early. Someone got a DUI. I was outside smoking weed, and then I was like, oh, there's lights. And then I, like, peered over the fence, and I was like, ah, oh, it's not good. That's <laughs> it's not good Z- for... Y- <laughs> X. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. The and then pointers. Andy was supposed to leave on Tuesday, but decided, hey, I can work remotely. I can just stay here. So. Yeah, and also, I don't know if you guys knew what the temperature was in Los Angeles at that time, but it was 106. Very and rarely. I had no desire to come back to that heat and sit in that heat for the uh, rest of the, the wave. It is rare that Kansas City, especially in the summer, is cooler than Los Angeles. Facts. But uh, when, when you have the opportunity, you know, hang out. Yeah, that fucking hurricane brought some, brought some crazy weather. Uh and then Monday, we had a lovely barbecue with the fam. It was great. Uh, behind uh, behind the townhouse. And it was, what it was we... awesome. Gave our chatty aunt an edible. She wasn't as chatty. No one yelled at each other. Good times. It was great. Good times. Uh, yeah. And then I went to Portland, filmed a new special. How did that go? Okay. <laughs> Not the way you want the special to go. No, not really. I'm, um, I'm why go is that? Just north of not great. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm laughing because, you know. We feel, no, it's funny. It's I mean, it's funny. To be jokes. Uh, it's also a little true. It'll be <laughs> fine. As I've been telling any, everyone, it's like, it's in there. Yeah. The special's in there. Did we get a, like a one take, like we're done? No, we did not. 
Uh, yeah, and also, what comedian has ever done that except for probably like Eddie I Murphy? did that. I did it. See, Ugly and Angry and A Man from Kansas both like the first shows like walked away. I was like nailed it. Great. So then second show I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. Mm. And first show this time, basically I nailed all the jokes. I probably moved too fast, but that that'll happen. But I just we'll have to cut one chunk and put it in the front. Uh, because I just forgot to do it where it was supposed to go. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and then the second show, which I kind of knew was going to happen. They were a little less enthusiastic. Like the first show was fucking bonkers as far as energy goes. And then the second show was fine. And then about 11 minutes in, there's this big lumberjack dude. I watched him do a shot. And I didn't think anything of it. And he's talking a little loud to his friend that's right next to him. Not a lumberjack in Portland. I know, crazy town, right? So, and then he's laughing. He's being a very good audience member. And then he's laughing too much. And then he starts doing the, my mushrooms have kicked in. And it's, you know that, that beginning of mushrooms where the, it's like kind of an amphetamine feel where you're just like your body starts to clench itself and you start to like Mm -hmm. do that Stevie wonder, like kind (laughs) of rub yourself and kind of just cause you're it's the point, the actual poison starting to set in. And I was at a gay nightclub on Friday and I saw a bunch of people on Molly doing that exact same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no. And then I'm like, maybe he, so I'm like this and mushrooms I think are decriminalized if not fully legal in, uh, up there, up in Portland to the point where I think I bought some edibles that had some Reiki or Reishi or some kind of mushrooms in it, but there was for sleep. And I got to tell you, they fucking worked, <laughs> uh, but not like psychedelic style mushrooms, not like CBD of mushrooms. Yes. So, but this guy had definitely macro dosed. This was not a micro. And then the liquor was starting to kick in. And now he's laughing at everything. Oh, God. Like, just regular sentences. And I'm like, okay. And he's laughing really loud to the point where it's audience members are starting to look at him. And I know what's going on. And I'm like, but I don't want to fuck this dude's trip up. And I'm like, because... But this get, is my special. This isn't his special. But also, it could get... like if The thing about mushrooms is, as happy as you can get, you can also get that aggressive, too. Yeah, I know. I have a friend who got arrested in Vegas for throwing rocks at the police. Yeah. So it can take a bad turn real quick. And I've seen it happen. So I'm like, and Portland, the club's great. The staff is great. Their security is, they don't have it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. There's like a guy downstairs checking IDs. But like if if there was like a full on fight there, they'd have a problem. So... I'm like, what am I going to do? And this guy, and it, at one point I say just a one-off line that's not funny. It's just like a line, a sentence to get me to the next sentence. And he laughs really loud and everyone just kind of looks at him and I just like, I got to address it. Right. And I go, hey man, are you tripping on mushrooms right now? And he goes, I could walk home. And I was like, there we are. And I was like, so, man, the scams are, Scam Likely's calling the fuck out of me today. You don't have that call blocker? I gotta get it. What's it called? Call blocker? I don't, it's ca- something. I don't know. Uh, anywho. Jenny uh, knows. Uh, so, I'm like, hey man, I don't mean to fuck your trip up. I know you're having a good time, but it's like, it's just the wrong night for this. So, if you can just kind of handle your business, it'd be great. And it was like, ah, and... <laughs> Finally, they just come, they, they come grab him. Great. And this guy's like 300 pounds. He starts to stand up and then starts to fall back. Luckily, the table behind him is totally watching. And this guy stands up and pushes him back like James Brown at the end of a show. Just like, ah, I'm back. <laughs> and they get him out of there. And the funny thing was, just like the Oscars, they bring another couple right in and sit him right down. Hell I was like, yeah. fuck yeah. So I did like five minutes about the guy right are you guys on mushrooms yeah yeah and talk to them and then try to get back in and basically just did all the bits 
that I needed to fix from the first show. Right. And then did some old bits at the end that I just wanted to get on tape. But I think what we'll end up doing is using that the whole situation is like promo for the film. For, Genius. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, long story short, the special's done. It's in there. It will be good. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a, it was work. Can I send in a laugh track? Uh, Just me. Ha 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 I want to be added in to the laugh track. Okay. Uh, well, you are. If you listen to Ugly and Angry. Oh, I know. I'm you, in there. You are very prevalent. As, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's like they just, it really is on Ugly and Angry. Like they just put a mic over my family. Because if you Well, look, also, I am a loud laugher. And we, I'm a loud person. Also, I mean, I guess because they're my family, I know everyone's laugh. So I can hear dad. I can hear Laura. Yes. Uh, it's, it's very funny. Um, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I went to a gay nightclub on Friday. Can't you just say nightclub? Isn't it? Uh, no, because uh, the dancers on stage uh-huh. were wearing uh, le- jock straps, like bondage jock straps. Oh, okay. No, that's a gay nightclub. Oh, yeah. And uh, the music was like Britney, Abba. No, you're right. You're right. I was wrong Christina on that. Christina Aguilera, Kylie Minogue. And so it was for Tyler's birthday. So they had like a tape. We had a VIP section up top. Yeah. And which was great because it was so it was raining that night. It was 90 degrees at night and you're it's a dance club. So like all the heat is rising. Everyone's everyone is just wet with sweat and just watching all these people on so many drugs down below. You just have the time of their lives. It was great. Lance Bass was there. Awesome. I know it was great. Uh, and then real quick, uh, how about them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs? Looking real good on Sunday, and uh, my Sunday ticket investment already coming into play because all weekend in Portland, they were like, Sunday, 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 Chiefs. Fucking, who'd we play? Cardinals. Cardinals. Chiefs, Cardinals. You can't wait. Chiefs, Cardinals. And then when it came to game time, it was Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker. I and could not get the game. I actually left the place I was at and went someplace else to watch the fourth quarter. I went to Meg's and I haven't seen Jim since I haven't seen him in 10 months. Pro- probably yeah. I've seen him maybe once. And I was like, I'm willing to put up with that to okay. go watch the fourth quarter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, good for you. They looked really good. We got a squad. I got Speaking a f- of squads. Let's talk about our softball team. I'll tell you what. Uh, we played really well last night. We won. We did win. Uh, good, uh, solid performances most of the way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we had to back up Andy a little bit. There was a little <laughs> bit of drama. There was yeah. a miss. A girl was the, for the first time ever, this little girl catcher was fucking running her mouth from the beginning of the game. Like, to the point, at my first at bat, I heard her talk, and I go, are you talking shit right now? Yeah, she was talking shit to everybody. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's funny, it's funny. And then uh, there was a miscommunique, apparently. Yeah, I get up there, and she goes... Uh, this was your second time at bat. My second time at bat, because the first time at bat, a ball bounced off the plate, hit me in the boob, and she was like, ooh, a titty shot, which I was like, all right, look, we can laugh about that. And uh, so then my next at bat... Uh, she goes, hefty lefty. And I go, what the fuck did you just call me? And she goes, hefty lefty. I go, you call me that again. I'm going to put this bat in your teeth. And the uh, blue was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No more. Stop. Just, just play the game. Play the game. And, uh, I was like, I'm going to fucking murder this bitch. And so she got my head. I struck out. Uh, everyone was like, what did she say to you? And I was like, hefty lefty. And that's when Sam, who had already had enough of her, was a little out of pocket and went and yelled at her. And then their pitcher got mad. Anyway, we ended up winning the game, but the umpire was like, you guys can't say good game to each other. You all need to go your separate ways. <laughs> uh, but, man, we had a really good game. Uh, everyone played real well. And, uh, man, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But next at bat, I smacked the shit out of that ball, though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And the girl came up to me in the parking lot, and we hugged it out. She was like, I meant hefty as in, like, you know, heavies, like big boobs. And I was like, maybe you just don't talk about other people's bodies that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. She was like, 
Oh, yeah. Okay. She was like, I'm sorry. She was like, we're not like that, I swear. I'm like, okay. Uh, well, guess what time it is? Listener mail time? It is listener mail time. Uh, this, uh, as always, questions, concerns, send them to one millionth pot at gmail.com. Rob. Uh, that's one millionth pot at gmail.com. Rob. Uh, our good friend David Johnson's writing back. He said, follow up on life advice. Or David John Stone. Uh, hello, Porters. Belly rubs auto man. Bubba. David Johnson was running back for the Cardinals, currently for the Texans. <laughs> Otto that? got up on the Ottoman and saw something on there. He was like, this is in my way. Uh, and now it's gone now. <laughs> uh, not Irish twins, two-year gap. Uh, oh, okay. Oh. He's answering questions uh, that we asked, uh, but we don't remember the questions that we asked. Oh, because uh, we were talking about, we were arguing about if they had Irish twins, but he never said how old the first kid was. Oh, that's right. That's right. They are not Irish twins. It's a two-year gap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he said uh, David Johnston. Yeah. Oh, he's David Johnston with a T, not an NFL running back. Fuck you. Come on by. Well, thanks for answering our questions there, David. Thanks, David. Uh, this next one's from uh, Kristen. Or Keir Stone. Hello again, in all caps. Uh, by the way, subject back with some questions. From your loyal porthead of your favorite East Coast mall town, hope all is going well and that you are do- that you two are doing as great as you make the rest of us feel with your weekly dose of hilarity. Mom. She's not listening by now anyway. No, no, no. Uh, although we've been pretty funny throughout, I would say. Uh, first off, she has some compliments for us. Chris, your Manscaped ads have made me legit cry laugh every time I hear them. <laughs> hear that, Andy? Hear that? They're doing stuff. Maybe she's crying because your plosives are just popping her ear pussies. Not since the first, not since a couple ago. We got these new mics. We do have these new mics. They're so nice. They're so sweet. Uh, and I'm going to get these cloud lifters soon and we're going to be all like up in surround sound and shit. What are cloud lifters? Are those, know, those they, like little silicone things that I see on Instagram that short guys can put in their shoes? Uh, the, those are probably also those, but uh, uh, they're just something that the mic needs to plug in. It just makes, brings the mic to its peak performance. Oh. Uh, anywho, uh, see any of the diaphragms in the SM7B are very heavy. Which is why they have such great sound. And it's also why you can't get them pregnant. But they don't. <laughs> but they, uh, apparently it keeps the levels low. So the cloud lifters just raise, help amp up the levels a little more. They're working against each other or together? They're working together. Uh, anyway, don't just fucking. I'm get Fuck off. <laughs> uh, hear that, mom? Hilarity. And we're 54 minutes in. Uh, Andy, you equally make me cry laugh. Uh, just being yourself. Thanks for being the kind of fun, engaging person. A lot of us women would love to be love being in all caps again. If we didn't get tired so quickly of people that suck ass so much, you could call them discount hookers. (laughs) All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, to the meat of the letter. I'm currently looking for a side job to keep up with rising expenses in my area. While I don't have what most profitable organizations would call a college degree, (laughs) I spent the last 12 years building skills in all kinds of things, from copywriting to food and beverage and foreign language and such. Your typical jack-of-all-trades. A renaissance A jill-of-all-trades, really. Oh, yeah. Renaissance woman. Uh, A lot of these, I don't put into practice all that much in my current job but it's fun seeing people react when they hear about them as they make me seem way more interesting than i really am picking back off of all of that i have two questions for you guys do you have any special skills or talents that that not a lot of people know about that's one and two have you ever had to bullshit your way through a job not counting chris's comedy career hey hey (laughs) uh fuck you come on by and happy almost autumn Kristen. Andy, do you have any special skills and talents that not a lot of people know about? What? What? Oh, do I have any special skills? I mean, you can sing. I think most people know about that in our circle, but I don't know if a lot of listeners know that. Yeah, I have, I'm a good, really good singer. Uh, I, still, I still can sing pretty good. You can cross-stitch like a motherfucker. I'm a very good cross-stitcher. Um, you can build, you built a table. I did build a table. Um, what else can I do? I can make a turkey noise. 
have that have we not done that on the pod? I don't think so. Have I? I felt like I we did it in the earlier call. episodes. Well, here's a refresher. Okay. Andy Porter, the turkey. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Uh, uh, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I can play guitar. I can I can sing a little bit. Uh, I can. I'm pretty handy around the house. I can. True. I can hang stuff. You're good at grabbing things from high places. I'm good at grabbing things from high places. I'm a pretty decent softball player. Yep. 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 Uh, I like to cross. I can CrossFit with some people. Yes. Uh. I'm pretty good at algebra. You are good at the maths and sciences. Yeah. Not I am so not, and I am two weeks away from taking the SAT. Uh, and have I ever had to bullshit my way through a job? Yeah, I was a carpet. I cleaned carpets for my dad's best friend for like a year and a half. And uh, I was colorblind, or I still am colorblind, to be fair. Uh, and uh, basically, my what we figured out is I'm red, green, colorblind, so my eyes don't put a lot of red into shit and so there are these things called red stains uh that are a major part of cleaning carpets <laughs> like blood like wine shit like that yeah but just stuff that's like i didn't see any of it <laughs> and so like my boss like i do an apartment and greg would walk get a phone call and be like they'd be like what the fuck and we'd walk he's like we have to go check out this apartment that you did i'm like all right he's like chris there's like three red stains i'm like where and he's like pointing at him. I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I got nothing over here. Uh, I, and I've told him that I was like, I was terrible at that job. Like, yeah, I was just also, we didn't have like truck mounts. We just had to lug like 50 pounds of equipment up three flights of stairs oh, God. in the summer. Ugh. Like it was just fucking misery. And I hated it. Oh, and then I remember one time I, <laughs> I, uh, I worked at Best Buy. I worked in computers. And I fucking hated it. I loved it at the beginning, but I worked, I sold computers when no one knew what the fuck computers were. Yeah. And also nothing came like you didn't get a computer monitor combo. You had to buy the computer. You had to buy the monitor. You had to buy the mouse. You had to buy the key. Like you had to buy a lot of shit. Build a computer. And, but I also had to inform people that this was what it, it entailed. Right. And so to the point where like I had a spiel where they'd be like, I'm, I'm I'm looking at one of these new computing machines and I'd be like, just so you know, this is the investment you're going to have to make. Are you still interested? So I got tired of it and I wanted to go over to TVs because TVs, you fucking sold a TV. Okay. And, and that was the end of it. Yeah. And, or you want a VCR? No, I never had to explain what the fucking VCR did. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I go over to TVs. I'm starting to train a little bit and this someone cornered the warehouse manager and he doesn't know shit because he's in the warehouse and the guy, but he's dressed like a manager. So the guy's like asking me all these questions and he points at me and it's when direct TV first came out and they had a 32 bit processor and a 16 bit processor. And one was basically one was just way faster than the other one. And I didn't know that. So this guy walks, guy just like grabs me. He's like, Hey, talk to this guy about direct TV. And I was like, all right. And the guy knew about direct TV he just wanted to ask some questions and he started asking me questions. And I was like, I think this does this. And he goes, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, you're a hundred percent right. I'll cool. be back. Great. Uh, but how about you? Do you ever have to bullshit your way? Uh, yeah, I had, I was, a. I, I did marketing for my friend's chiropractor office. <laughs> <laughs> I was, he hired me. I was like, I don't know shit about marketing. Yeah. And he or, was like, or That's chiropractory. Right. I mean, I mean, get your shit fixed is basically. The hey, motto. you want to get cracked? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I sat in a high rise in downtown L.A. Yeah. And fucking did like dicked around on the Internet, basically, until they were like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't. know. I genuinely don't know. I called some places. I'm making fucking. Are you making money? Any money off Minesweeper? Because if so, I need some commission. <laughs> uh, what about open table? <laughs> Uh, I order a mean lunch. Has your coffee order been wrong since the other day? It literally never was. Uh, well, that was fun. That was fun. I uh, hope you enjoyed it all the way through, Mom. And if you're not still listening, uh, 
Dad, tell her about this then. <laughs> uh, you can find me this week. Uh, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio doing the Funny Bone. And next weekend, I'll be up in S- Seattle area doing shows. <laughs> uh, you Swimmy, can find all- <laughs> You can find all my dates at chrisportercounty.com. You can find Andy on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. And you can find Chris at Twitter and Instagram at I am Chris Porter. Uh, and you can find uh, the pod on at, at one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a T-H and a P-O-D on Instagram. And as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. Do 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 do